the time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundary. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanation. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of the men. Tonight's broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man. Gotta go to a place like a shot in a beer, steak man. Saying we can stop, get pancakes, and then we'll get laid, all right? Why do you drink ice cold beer on hot day? Mr. Clement, what else are you gonna do with it? To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Indeed it is, and a happy 2017 to everybody, if I haven't wished you that already. This is the first show of Cave Crew Radio of 2017, and my name is DK, and I am coming from you live from the big smoke in Ontario, Canada, and I am wearing my Canadian colors tonight. At last update, it was uh, 15 below centigrade. You'll have to figure that out on your calculator, Big B. And uh, it's very cold, trust me. It freezes your nose hairs. And it's 2 nothing Canada in the World Junior Hockey Championships. So that kind of warms up my smile a little bit. Um, I do believe I hear Queens, New York in a little bit, well, maybe not better frame of mind, but uh, not so sick tonight. Uh, you do indeed hear Queens, New York much healthier than uh, than I was last week. Uh, live from Queens, I am Sir Big B, and uh, yes, I am past my plague. I found out I went I went to the doctor on Friday, and uh, found out I had viral bronchitis. Oh shit! I, I thought you were going to tell us you had lupus. No, no, I didn't have lupus or piles or shingles or anything right, like good, that. Good. I had viral bronchitis. So uh, uh, my doctor gave me two different antibiotics, and uh, part of his prescription to me was that I should have a shot of bourbon. No shit, he said. I should have a shot of bourbon before I take the antibiotics because it'll numb my throat and it'll help me take the pills. I said, okay, so I am following doctor's orders. I'm prosing. taking a shot. Salute. Cheers. Salute. My my, my medication as prescribed by the doctor. Nice. All right. And now is the is the pill in there? No. No. Okay. Pill is not in there. And that'll help you with but, uh, Canada winning two to nothing as well. That will help me with Canada, but it was only the first period, so we have some time. 
And as the ball was dropping on 2017, literally, as the ball was coming down in Times Square, I was taking my antibiotics. And your shot of bourbon. Good times. Do you know, and before we go over to that guy whose connection we're not sure if it's going to be good or not anyway, um, and that's why we always delay bringing him in, folks, because we never know if he's going to be there or not. Um, but uh, Hot Toddy is a very famous, at least Irish, which is my old, old, old heritage. When yeah, they all came yeah. over on the Mayflower, right? But, uh, yeah, hot toddy is the universal thing for a cold, which is, well, it could be bourbon or whiskey with lemon or honey and tea. And tea, yeah. You're just leaving out the two ingredients that are probably just for flavor. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, my, my concoction was uh, uh, some some good old Woodford Reserve and... Two different antibiotics. Listen, before we uh, check in halfway across the, the world and uh, bring our guest in, have you gotten this cold or any of this snow yet, or is it not hitting you? Uh, it It's dipping down now. Uh, it was like 33 degrees today, um, which is like 1 Celsius, I think, because 32 is freezing. Don't, don't, don't try to figure that you. shit out. Don't, don't, don't so, worry about it. I understand both. I told you I'm bilingual, right? <laughs> I, like I like I was saying before that that you know 33 degrees Fahrenheit could mean you know negative twenty thousand Celsius. I have no idea. Yeah, um, uh, but yes, yeah, so it was. It's like it's starting to get colder. No snow yet. No, it'll come your way. It always does. Um, but yeah, it burns my ass when I turn on the news in the morning. I'm watching Good Morning America, and here's a major cold front going across the central United States, and. Uh, in Michigan and Ohio, and we're 52. Like, fuck off. Right. I, you're going to get hit by a, Good Morning America. They're live from Times Square, so you can see our weather yeah. every morning. Yeah, but you're going to get hit by a hurricane and a blizzard at the same time. So, it, you know, it don't matter. And you've got alligators in your fucking sewers. <laughs> anyway, bring 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 old doodle-doo in. Well, I, you know, I believe, I'm not sure, but I believe I hear London calling. Is London there? I'm firing on all cylinders tonight, hopefully. Touch wood. This is Choo Choo Stew, London calling. Good evening, gentlemen. Now, now explain to everybody, Choo Choo Stew, how you're able to join us perfectly clear on Wi-Fi, uh, but not when you're hardwired to your computer. Well, I think it has something to do with the Ethernet cable that I purchased from eBay. And uh, it may have been... Uh, a little bit faulty, a bit of faulty wire in there. So I've given it a go without that cable tonight. So that's like buying your lawn. Okay. That's like buying your lawnmower at the dollar store. He didn't realize like, what do you it expect? Was and duct tape as a wire. He yeah. didn't realize it. Anyway, a happy new year to you. Yes, happy new year. I, I, now, what's that say in your hat? I'm having a hard time reading that. Is is that a New York hat you you bought? I believe so. Okay. It's like a cheap version. It's made in China. Okay, don't take it off because you might have a bald man's hat head. <laughs> I got a free Ethernet cable with it. Yeah, I believe you did. <laughs> I fucking believe you did. Anyway, folks, another big honor tonight. Um, last time, Choo Choo Stew was unable to make it. Uh, we, we had a, a guest and, and got... It's a 50-50, just like take the bait, so I'm probably going to take the wrong answer. If I go South Dakota, I hope I'm right. Um, 
because there's two of them. Um, but uh, the host of Raw and Real uh, at RipkaMedia.com, great guy, a lot of fun, and he's hopped on with us tonight. And he's having some internet problems of his own, I guess, but he's still here. Uh, CJ, say hello. What's up, Cave Crew? How you guys doing? We're doing good now. Now you've been waiting forever to meet uh, Choo Choo Stew, and and I've heard some background conversations, and I think you've told Big B and I from the last time you were on. I don't know, episode 31, a Piscolo and a 10-minute intro, um, that Choo Choo Stew is your favorite character. Yeah, he is my favorite character. You know, I'm a, I'm a Stew fan. I don't know what it is about him. I, it, it was something, a lot of it had to do with those audio problems at the beginning because it would seem like he was about ready to drop a bomb and then it would just go blank. And there was nothing there. So I, from that moment, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm a Stew fan. Is going to be, and uh, yeah. So it's it's finally, finally, it's a pleasure to finally meet. That is Stu. That yeah. Choo Choo Stu. Choo Choo Stu is here. Well, I've got my, I've got my finger on the button, so I can uh, just uh, cut out any. He's he's time watched he's watched every move you've made, CJ. This is <laughs> now see when when characters know each other and the pranks they do against each other, folks. That that is a true. Uh, love-hate relationship. <laughs> now, I'm here to tell you tonight, because we don't have a lot of time to waste, because we got a lot of shit going on. Um, uh, CJ is here for a reason. But before we go anywhere, um, the main theme of this is going to be, other than our usual take debate and our funny stories and, and whatever else is going on in the world, uh, we're here to talk tonight about rants. Because, let's face it, um, it, oh, fucking phone. Um, I'm going to rant about my phone in a sec. I just got a new one. I don't know how to mute it. Um, anyway, um, one of the things that Big B is, is, is famous for, for those of you that have been listening to us for, for a long time and watching us on Cave Crew TV on YouTube, is his rants. He just goes off at the most simplest things. Um, and I know I get mad at Stu when his audio goes bad and shit like that, but Big B's rants are classic. Well, here we are in a new year, and we're, what, five days in? Yeah, five days in. Yep. And I believe the bar has been set. And why I have CJ here tonight, I mean, he's welcome as a day in May, uh, anytime. But I have to give full credit to Stu on this. But last night, we're, you know, normal Wednesday night, not much going on. Uh, Stu triggers me over uh, to Ron Real because I tuned into Ron Real and it, it, I didn't even get to see the, the 15 minute I'm waiting for people shit. Like it just wasn't there. And uh, so lo and behold, there was this video. Now, this video, Big B, I, I will put on the okay, webpage. Hold, hold on a second. I got to interrupt you. I, I got to interrupt you for a second. The reason why there's no 15 minutes of, of uh, you know, I got to wait to see if people show up is because of the rant that Big B gave on the Piss Glow <laughs> show. So and well, and listen, I quit doing the I'm going to wait. <laughs> I made him self-conscious. Before we now, now that you brought up that question, see, you're, you're delaying the inevitable, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about all this in a minute. And 
there's actually a very serious topic that lays underneath this this fun shit that we talk about. But have you found that your listenership is up or down uh, since you've had Big B's advice? Oh hell, I don't really care. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering. Because... <laughs> to be honest with you, it's 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 always in replay, man. Everything everybody seems to watch and replay. I might get you know ten or twelve people watching. But, I know. Uh, for the most part, you know, it's all replay. We stress so much about being live, and you know what? I think if we recorded at eight in the morning and then released it, I we should do that because sometimes we go Tuesdays, sometimes we go Thursdays. Never seems to be a big difference. So I wonder if like we just decided to go like really early in the morning someday and didn't even air it live, if we'd get as many downloads. I I just think we're in a, in, in a world where people like to download, which is cool. But see, see, I think the, I think though, like being live, yes, we're in, we're in an era where uh, uh, people like to download, and like you said, that's fine, no problem. I think us being live though forces us to concentrate and do a weekly show because if you <clears throat> if you record it and you don't have a structure around it, uh, you may do it. You know, like you said, maybe a Tuesday, maybe a Wednesday, maybe something comes up and you'll do it. I'll wait till later on in the week. And then something happens and you don't do it. Being live and having having an on-air time every week forces you to concentrate on the show and be at the show and, you know, be your best at that time. So I, I thought about the same thing with my metal show. I was like, you know, I could you know, just podcast it. But no, recording it forces you to be there. And, and here's the other thing I like, and, and this might be crazy, because I've tried both. I, I've been at this a long time myself too. But I find when, when, when you're recording – you know, you can take 15 tries at it. You can get an audacity. You can, but you miss those burps and, 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 and the funny things on stew cams and, and when Mike, I just like listening to live because yeah. you usually get a very good quality show because people usually, majority of people care about their all audio and all that shit and they're prepared for a show. But then shit happens and that shit that happens to me is glorious. And that, that, that's leading me into this. So let's, let's go back to these rants for a second. Um, we can debate recorded versus live at another thing uh, in, in, in the PDC or something. By the way, folks, which is the Podcast Discovery Center, which is the, the best uh, Facebook group in the world uh, if you ever want to get into either recorded or live or video or whatever. Um, anyhow, don't forget me to mention after this, we have a sponsor, by the way, I forgot to tell you about that, but anyway, um, so <laughs> I forgot where I was cause I'm getting old these days. So a uh, stew turns me on to this and I, I'm a fan of CJ anyway. He always puts out fantastic, uh, 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 product and interviews. And even when he's by himself, uh, I could listen to him talk and, um, so I, I click on this video, and I hear a rant that is going to drop the microphone, that is, is setting the bar for 2017. And, and you are a champ at it, Big B. So this is why I didn't want to tell you who it was or what it was. I wanted you to hear it here tonight. And I had to condense it into about five minutes, folks. Um I think it went on for about 14 minutes and 37 seconds, if I'm correct. 
But I've condensed most of it because there's a little bit of repetition when you rant because you tend to, you know, get aggravated mm-hmm. and repeat yourself. So hang on a minute here. Okay. I am going to uh, key this up. Heard this? I don't know anything about this, but but DK has prefaced this earlier today by saying that it would rival me. And and have I met the my match? So I asked him about it, and he wouldn't give me any further information until now. Correct. And I will post the video on Facebook. I will share it everywhere because even though and and, and here's here's the point. Before I, you know, this is how passionate I am about this. Even though it was posted as a as a as a rant and out of anger. It could be, and and I'm not taking away from what CJ does because he meets a lot of people and does a lot of great things. Maybe his best episode of the year. But to clarify, folks, while you're listening to this, I, before I did anything, went and got permission to use this audio and I am not breaking any damn copyright laws. And we'll talk about that after this. Just just, just listen, Big B. Mm-hmm. And again, this is condensed. I'll show you the full version uh, okay. shortly after the show. Okay. Let me find it. Here we go. All right. Oh, hot, 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 Here's the problem. I had the last live stream that I just got done doing a freaking 30-minute show. And they cut it off after two minutes. And the reason why they claim to have cut it off is because they felt that there was copyrighted material in my show. Now, get this, Facebook. I own everything in my show. Everything that I do is absolutely original. I don't steal from anybody. And the reason is I respect every one of these content creators that are out here. I'm not going to rip off their stuff. I'm not going to do any short pause. All hosts and co-hosts take a pen. Hint, hint. There might be helps for a title in this. But promote their stuff. If that happens to be something that's going on in my show. So I don't give a damn. If you think that there's copyrighted material, you need to contact me and find out what it is, or at least tell me what it is that you think is fucking content, content, or uh, copyrighted. I'm pissed. That that's all I can say. This is the second time this has happened. The first time it happened, I thought we got things squared away. I haven't changed anything. My music is the same. My backgrounds are the same. Everything that I do is set up to create some kind of congruency between my shows. And you're going to tell me that there's something in the first two minutes of the show where you're going to shut me down? Come on. Pull your fucking heads out of your goddamn asses. Fix this shit. I'm sick and absolutely tired of dealing with the stuff. We're trying to do stuff for you. We're putting content out there for you. We, the people, are what make Facebook. Facebook doesn't make Facebook. Come on. Pull your heads out of your asses for once. Now, I don't know who this blue radio is, but I went and looked it up. They're trying, you're trying to tell me when I say, guy, go ahead and put the video out there. You tell me that, um, blue radio, uh, owns something that I did. They're from Bogota, Colombia. How the hell am I listening to anything from Bogota, Colombia? Come on. 
Think about that for a second. Do you honestly believe I can understand a damn thing on a on a freaking station from Bogota, Colombia? Man, hey, I got a two double fingers for you, Facebook. I will take my shit over to YouTube Live, and I will say fuck you to Facebook Live. I will do everything in my power to make sure that other content creators don't use Facebook Live unless they want to be this little teenage freaking little girl putting on makeup and all that kind of shit, and you got thousands of freaking perverts sitting there watching her, yelling at her, hey, take it off or do what she-. If that's what you want on Facebook Live, hey, fuck, you take it. You take it. That's That's fine. I'll go somewhere else where it's a little bit more professional. Yo, fuck you, Facebook. That's that. That's that's a hashtag for this show right here. Fuck you, Facebook. You want to fuck with me? I'll fuck with you back. That's the way I roll. I'm not that guy. That's I. I. You know. Here's the thing. But, but, when I got somebody, some pencil dick up in freaking Washington or wherever Facebook is at, and they're telling me that my shit is stolen, stolen material. Come on. Pull your head out of your ass. You don't know a goddamn show if it fucking sat there right in front of you and said, hey, look, this is a real show. You need to pay attention to this. Uh, what were they going to say? Oh, yeah, if I was going to rip off any material, I would rip off material for my wife because she is funny as fuck. She has some of the best one-liners I've ever heard ever. And if she takes me to court, well, then we got some other issues that we need to work out. But here's the thing. I'm not stealing material from anybody. I may talk about something that somebody else talks about on their show, but I'm going to give them credit for it, especially some podunk radio station from freaking Bogota, Colombia. Whatever. Anyways, that's it. That's I'm done. I'm done ranting. I'm done bitching, crying, complaining. You don't need to be listening to this. It's it's not doing us any good. All I got to say, I'm going to finish this off with a hashtag fuck Facebook, and I'll see you all next time. Bye, y'all. Just got finished up bitching about Facebook. Yeah, hashtag fuck Facebook. That's the way we feel about it right now. They tell me I ripped something off from Blue Radio in Bogota, Colombia. Well, they can shove it up their ass. I don't need Facebook Live. I'll go to YouTube Live. Hey, at least I can make a few pennies there. Till next time, everybody. Keep it raw and keep it motherfucking real. Yeah, raw and real. (laughs) I don't think anyone else, even as much as they sabotage them, hey, I think every one of our listeners right now are Googling Bogota, Colombia. I've never wait, fucking heard of the place. <laughs> so, so wait, hold on. Let, let, let me let me do let me do the classic uh, '80s teenage movie slow clap. Oh, he's not impressed. <laughs> I give you a standing ovation. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. That was fan fucking. <laughs> now listen, that's oh, from a guy. I loved it. That's from a guy who rants for a living, CJ. I just got to hey, give you I a learned tip. Something from the man. I mean, <laughs> that was and, and let me let me just you know just just to uh, attach onto that for one second, and, and just to bring bring it bring the mood down a minute for one minute. So. Chris last night, or I guess I guess it was last night, yes. gets censored for for doing his Facebook live for stuff they said was was copyrighted. 
Yes. But yet it comes out today that three black teenage girls kidnapped and abused a, a special needs person on Facebook Live. Yes. Tied and... him up and abused him physically on Facebook Live, and Facebook didn't do shit about that. And you wonder why you wonder why I don't let my you wonder why I don't let my kid on had Facebook. They, had they been doing that to some copyrighted uh, music in the background, they would have taken them off. It's fucking it, it's it's ridiculous. Now, in, in in defense of YouTube Live, which is where we are on, on Cave Cave Crew TV uh, every week, and we love them, they copyright me if I play thirty seconds of a song on a commercial. I would think that would be a tribute to someone. Wow, this is a cool song. I got to go listen to it, or I got to download it, or I got to do something. I, I I don't know. So, and and see, here's here's the thing. There's two two things that that need to be said about at least this show. One, I am ASCAP licensed, so YouTube, go fuck yourself if you pull anything off. I am ASCAP licensed. I can use any type of music I want on any program I'm on. Two. When when I went to broadcast school, I learned about fair use. You can use something as fair use as long as you're not taking credit for it and not using the whole fucking thing. You can use pieces of it any way you like, and it's called fair use. You don't have to pay copyrights for it. Right. And like, and like, and I'm going to get, we got to let CJ speak because this is, this was his whole rant last night. But the whole thing was too. He even said, I, I cut a lot out because I didn't want to spend 14 minutes of it. Not that I don't love you, but, um, he always gives credit where credit's due. Like when, when he says someone sucks, Big B, um, he gives you full credit for it. Thank you. I appreciate that. What are you trying to start? What are you trying to start? He's trying to start a war. Well, I have an idea. I have an idea. But I think you know, CJ, that we're behind you on this. Because I don't think any of us – yeah, there's people making millions of dollars out there. And there's people making fortunes. But the majority of us out here – um, we do it because we love it. And like you said, we're trying to make a couple pennies if we can. Um, but we give credit to each other. And we, I think for the most part, we respect each other, even though we make fun of each other and it's all done in just, but what, what, you know, tell us about the support and everything you've got about this. I, I, I was amused by, by that as well, that it wasn't just me. Oh. No, no. Oh, my God. It was insane. All the people that were rallying behind me about this fucking Facebook thing. Now, here's here's the thing. When I when I came out to do this rant, honestly, I didn't think anybody was going to watch it. I, I literally tagged uh, Mark Zuckerberg in this freaking in this uh, video. Not only did I tag him in the fucking video, I sent him a private message saying, hey, you need to check this out. You, you guys are dropping the ball. I don't know who – you don't know me. You probably won't even read this. I don't really give a damn. But the fact of the matter is I get to bitch, gripe, and complain to somebody who thinks they have a, a handle on the situation. Well, of course, I didn't get nothing back from them, which doesn't surprise me because most people are afraid of conflict anyways. What the hell? I would just send out this stuff. Well, then I started getting these private messages and these emails and all this shit from people. Saying, yeah, fuck Facebook, hashtag fuck Facebook. I mean, it just turned into an insane amount of people. But right now, the last time I checked, I had another 72 emails that I hadn't opened up with the hashtag fuck Facebook. 
So, so there, every show I do from now on is going to have the hashtag fuck Facebook. <laughs> you have just discovered, not, not only have you ranted and amused us all, you have discovered the key to social media marketing. <laughs> I wonder if fuck Apparently. Twitter, I wonder, I wonder if fuck Twitter would work as well. <laughs> Apparently, nobody wants to hear about the inspirational motivation and all that bullshit. They just want to hear people bitch a lot. Because I'll tell you, we wake up in the morning, we still got our bills. We still, you know what? Like that, I have, I have a few people that I, that I watch every day and, and I watch all this stuff that everybody puts on and they're great. And I'll feel good about you. You know, sometimes you hit a wall and sometimes it feels good just to fucking rant. So, so CJ, what happens? Chris, I, I'm surprised. I was saying, I'm surprised I haven't taken him down. Like Facebook haven't actually taken you down yet. Yeah. Do you ever notice that? How they take people down and they complain. I just got out of Facebook jail. That brings up another good point. So, so here, here, here is, here is, uh, here is CJ who, who got blocked for two minutes for playing YouTube free music and, and waiting for listeners to come like, like a child waiting for Christmas. And it's a joke, guys. And um, <laughs> he does a great job. He knows I love him. Anyway, um, and then he comes on. He's yelling and swearing. He's literally declaring we're on uh, war on Bogotá, Colombia. And if anyone can tell me where Bogotá, Colombia fucking is, I'd love you to death. Because I never fucking heard about it before until they blocked Ripka. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is today... I had uh, three Facebook friends requests from uh, people from Bogota, Bogota Colombia. Really they want to see what they're ripping off, right? So, so Chris, what happened? Like, what? It, give me a little background of what happened. Like, you started your show and then it suddenly stopped. Like, how did you know they pulled you off? I didn't know. I didn't know it stopped until after I did the whole show. So I'm sitting there going through a 30 minute show, and um, I I get over to Facebook and I go over to check out the I always do. And I noticed that there's a, a message from Facebook in my notification. So I go check it out and it says, we stopped your, uh, how's it say? It's something like we stopped your programming due to copyright or due to content that may be used by somebody else. I was like, what the? F-? So then I go to, then I uh, opened up my email cause I had an email notification and they send me an email and the email says, we have reason to believe that you have used copyrighted information or copyrighted material, so we had to basically discontinue your show. And I was like, "What the?" F-? And I just I went off the fucking deep end. Soon as soon as I got that email, I I, I went straight back on onto uh, Facebook Live and I just did my rant. But here's the thing: I used the same intro music, I used the same uh, backdrop, I used everything, the same thing as I did in my show, and they didn't turn that one down. So, and, so where and, did, and where tell did us, Blue tell, Radio tell, from tell Bogota, Colombia come come from? Yeah, but wait a minute. Tell tell us again why uh, you would not uh, steal anything from Bogota, Colombia? Because I I think I forgot to put that in the audio. That, that there's a problem why you would not listen to Bogota, Colombia. Of course, there's a problem why I wouldn't listen to Bogota, Colombia. I don't speak the fucking language. No, you did it better last night. You you don't know what language they speak. You said Spanish, <laughs> French, uh, Bogotonian, <laughs> Colombian. 
Yeah, you know, here's the thing. When I went, uh, they gave you an option to go ahead and release the video. So I, I clicked go ahead, release the video. And it said, then it gave me the, the message that we have to notify Blue Radio. Motherfuckers, I want to fucking talk to these guys. So then, oh. Choo Choo Stu, I want, I want Blue Radio. I want Blue Radio on this show. And, and get him a fucking translator while you're at it. You're, you're, you're the junior intern. You can't understand a fucking word they say. Well, he's a junior intern. I want you, Choo Choo Stu, you're closer to Columbia than me, I think. I'm sure, <laughs> I, I'm sure they're only 14 stones away. Um, get a hold of Blue Radio, get the motherfuckers on the phone, and let's, let's understand what, look, here's the thing. It, it wasn't just, I was laughing my ass off, cause, cause the matter you got, the funnier it gets. And, and we're going to share this video and, Video is number one going to make people laugh, and and number two, it's it's, it's going to get a very strong message across. But I don't know if you've heard, but I get very pissed off every week because there's something. Even if if Stu hiccups, we have broken a copyright policy on YouTube, so it's not just Facebook, <laughs> but YouTube is very gentle about it. They always say, "Don't worry about it." You've, you, you, we're not going to take down your video. However, you won't make any money. Not that we do. Okay. I, I don't want people to think that we're making a lot of money. This is why we do Patreon and, and PayPal and all this other shit. But it's the way, it's the way YouTube tends to do it. They're much gentler. They're like uh, a big, you know, big email that comes in and says, you have made copyright info. I swear it's every fucking show. I should start posting them in the show notes. And, <laughs> I, I I ask these guys. I've gone to do the best that I can to do royalty-free music. It's why I came to you and said, can we please do this? I, I don't want an, a lawsuit on my hands. Um, but it doesn't matter what you do. But I would think if if someone recorded me and, 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 and put me out and, and someone heard Cave Crew Radio and it was on a different show or wherever this clip is or that clip and, and, and listen – uh, sharing a podcast without our permission is a whole other venue because just Google your show and you'll see yourself all over the world. And I don't care because that means people are listening to me. Well, it doesn't mean they're listening to me, but it means I'm available for listening. So, yeah, I, I feel your pain. When you said that, I felt your pain, but it would just... The fourteen minutes, the Bogota, Colombia, <laughs> and the chick well, putting and, on and the makeup on Facebook, who was getting molested, was the best. <laughs> and let let's just be careful about who we insult in Bogota, okay? Because that is home of the Medellin cartel, which is the the most ferocious drug cartel in all of the world. So we're so we're let's doing... just let's just be careful who we insult in Bogota. So we're doing we're doing some some research. So what are they called? The I'm writing all this shit down tonight. <laughs> Medellin, Medellin cartel. Correct. I don't know how to spell it. It's like M E D I. I just spelled my own way. A N E. I don't know. Because the next thing I'm going to get is somebody, uh, you know, from iTunes or, or Stitcher or something, going, "You have made a spelling mistake that is a copyright infringement of the word <laughs> that is in the English dictionary." <laughs> oh my I'm, I'm going to get someone knocking on my door saying. We're going to have the FBI down there. 
you could end up having to pay protection to some. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're gonna see fucking Chris on a on a video somewhere on a, on a on a a shitty fuzzy video. Uh, it is today, January twentieth, two thousand seventeen. I disavow anything I said about Bogota, Colombia. It is the greatest country in the world. All we can Chris, tell you right Christmas. now. We're not, we're Chris not kidnapped. We'll start getting fingers through the post and <laughs> <laughs> missing body parts. Have you seen? He's going to be on Nancy Grace by the end of tonight. <laughs> Blue Radio with a, with a newspaper hold up next to him. Blue Radio is the number one radio station in the world. I'm setting up a new uh, a new thing for YouTube at the corner of my uh, at the corner of my station uh, or my camera is always going to be. A map of Bogota and Colombia <laughs> for the rest for the rest of this year. Fucking Bogota. hashtag fuck Facebook. <laughs> hashtag fuck Facebook. It is, and now Stu is up and going again. Notice all the colorful things he has. If you're on Cave Crew TV, he has all these colorful pictures up again. He's getting giggly and snorty over there with whatever he's got in that pipe. I I, I don't trust Stu. I, I don't think he's he's vaping cream de menthe or, or, or you know, a cherry pie. I think he's got a shipment coming in from Bogota, Colombia. He's vaping heroin is what he's Look at the with. cop hat he's got on now. Constable Carson has arrived. Can I just stop for one second? Um, uh, uh, big shout out to everybody in the chat room. I haven't said hi to you. Eric Evil's in there. Uh, Uncle hey, Albert. Hey, Eric, what's up? We're, we're going to give some weird news. Now, this went on a little long. Anybody have anything else to say before I go to a very quick break? Or, or I, I think that message is clear. Columbia. I just want that noted. You just want what? I want it noted that I love Columbia and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Stu is so worried about his family. <laughs> uh... He just don't want to cause an international incident. Okay, but, but wait a minute. He really didn't call out Bogota and Colombia. Who he called out, Stu, was, was Facebook. How, how do you feel about Facebook? Because those are the ones, and they may be the most powerful uh, military force in the world right now. We don't know that. It might have been them that sabotaged the election, not the Russians. How do you feel about Facebook, Stu? About, oh, I don't really care either way, to be honest. So I think, I think Chris's problem—they just picked him out randomly and just said, "Yeah, we'll cut that, cut that." There's just people sitting there clicking buttons. They wasn't listening. I, I couldn't say though, uh, folks, that I couldn't agree with Big B more. I don't know if anybody else saw that video come up of that. Uh, and look, they always targeted of white and black. There was a disabled person who was abused by four people. And, and uh, to me, it's irrelevant, the color, because uh, it goes both ways. It's like a freaking pinball machine to me. But you're right. They, that's the shit that should be, you know. If Hulk Hogan can sue Gawker for $138 million, then this kid's going to make a bundle. Yeah, I mean, you know, they let that go. But you know, Chris playing some music. We can't have that. Don't ever do. Don't ever do that. 
but yet some fucking poor handicapped kid gets abused and it goes live and, and fucking it, it's ridiculous. Now here's the look, we're gonna we're gonna skip the whole break and, and I apologize uh to your wife. I don't know if she's yeah, she's not out there yet. She sent me something, we'll play it next week. We're not gonna do commercial break this week. We're we're rolling along too good. But, but um, I think I think before we do that, we have to mention one thing. What's that? We have to mention that we have a sponsor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Listen, but I got to key this up, too, because I'm so excited about this. Folks, um, there's a, and, and for you broadcasters out there, I, I fully encourage you to go to AdvertiseCast. Um, we got a sponsor, and, and I'm going to be honest, and, and I think this is probably what attracted uh, her to us, is my first thing was like, oh, my God, it must be a butt plug uh, or a beer company. <laughs> Or something like that. Lo and behold, it's an author. So, so let let me key this up. This will this will be our commercial break for the year. Hang on, I got I got special sound effects and stuff. Okay. And, and I haven't rehearsed this, so let's. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to uh, encourage all of you to go over to novelsbymariameyer.com. and that is Meyer spelled M A Y E R. And we will post that on our webpage, and we'll, we'll be tweeting about it and be Facebooking about it as well. Um, it's a new novel. It's called Crone. Uh, it's a, a Scarlet St. James novel, and it's written by Maria Meyer. Now, just a very quick point about it. Maria Meyer's Crone is a horror fictional story investigating the unexplained disappearances of several teens since 1984. Scarlet St. James leads an investigation in the search for answers. She is a seer. Join her in this fantastic novel. And I was not given a script or anything. But again, folks, it was only supposed to be 10 seconds. I think I've gone further. It's novels by MariaMeyer.com. She will be on for the next few weeks and hopefully for a long time. The name of the novel is Crone. A Scarlet St. James Novel. I'm sure it's available where all good books are sold. And the links can be found at cavecareradio.com and on our Facebook page and on Twitter very soon. That sounds sounds like a kick-ass book. Go out and uh, go out and definitely go out and check it out. I, I, I have to admit, and, and if Marie is listening, I sent her an email and I said, is there anything specific you want us to say? And I got no, I, I got no answer because... Listen, nobody thinks higher of this show than, than, than me. But I mean, we got our Patreon out there and, and we got our, we got our PayPal. And, and yes, uh, you know, Uncle Albert gifted us with the pro version of, of, uh, Manicam, which is a, a generous gift. And, and the odd little thing piddles in. And, and trust me, uh, you're not paying anybody's mortgage and you, you're just making for a better show, I hope. You, you you can't help the hosts out unless you fire us and and find other ones. But you know, I just thought it was really cool, and it does. It looks like a really good novel, and and you know what? In return, I'm probably going to order the thing. So, absolutely, Chrome. Order it and order it and read it. Sounds great. Now here's the really cool thing, and I know she only paid for ten seconds, but you got to be loyal to your to your sponsors. Um, I guess she was like a mortician. I talked about this on Facebook Live the other night, and I didn't get cut off, by the way. Um, that she was a mortician, went to school for it, and 
and now she's gotten into writing and stuff. And, and she's from Michigan. It's really cool. Nice. So that's our spot. I'd like to hear you read something, uh, DK. Next with week. With your dulcet tones. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> Stu, uh, next week I will read an excerpt from Crone, a Scarlet James novel. I will do that next week for you. Because right. I only do audio books. He really wants me to do audio books. I, I think my throat <laughs> would get dry after a while. Like, could you imagine like doing an audio book for like The Hobbit or something? <laughs> I want to see you do a, an audio book for the Kama Sutra. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd put someone to sleep. I, I don't have that set. You know, I remember one someone, there used to be this radio DJ in Detroit, and he did this nighttime show. It was like the bedtime talk. And they said, you know, you should you should take over that show. He's long past. Maybe I could pull that off, you know, in, you know, in, you know, introducing uh, Lionel Richie or something. Uh, well, couples are lying on their silk pillows. But uh, narrating a book to me is such a long uh, process. I don't know if I can, and I stutter a lot. I, you know, but we could edit, right? That's true. We could edit. Um, anyway, anything else to say, CJ? Because we're we're going to move into a, a a part of the show that's favorite to us. No, I'm I'm just sitting here waiting to get into the show. I mean, I've been sitting here the whole time trying to figure out what the hell's coming next, and here you guys are just kind of keep on talking about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 when I get emotional, it's something I tend to go on. Um, no, that was a big event. And, and, and folks, uh, if that doesn't trigger you in one way or another, because it, it, if they're actually listening to us, it doesn't matter if you're a broadcaster or a listener. If you're actually listening to us, that affects you too. Okay. The, the, the broadcasters do the work or whatever, but if you're a listener, if they shut us down, uh, you're stuck with uh, Hawaii and Kathy Lee or whatever. Whatever Oprah tends to bring. All right. The next segment is, and Stu, I, I'm going to go to Stu first, and I know Uncle Albert's going to be creaming his freaking pants out there. So what you got to do in the chat room, who's in the chat room, just Al or? Oh, we got Eric Evil too. So you guys need to pick, and I, and I guess CJ needs to do the same thing too because it becomes unfair. So CJ, you played this game before. It's called uh, Take the Bait. Uh, you need to pick one, or sorry, two of us, because it leaves us at an unfair advantage um, if you pick all three. And I've got to get everything set up here, Big B. So you take and, it. And away. real quick for Eric Evil, I don't think he, I don't think he knows our game yet. Uh, let me quickly explain it to him before he chooses in chat. Yeah. Uh, each one of us, uh, the three of us, uh, myself, DK, and Chu, and Chu Chu Stu, read two stories, one real, one fake, uh, and everybody votes on which one they think is real and fake, and whoever comes out with the most correct answers wins. Uh, but because there's three of us, uh, those in chat and any guest we have, like today we have CJ, has to pick uh, uh, two of us uh, to make it fair. So, uh, Eric... We might uh, we we, we could always Albert. give Eric we could always give Eric a pass though because it's his first time. Well, that's true. Uh, but uh, if you want Eric and Uncle Albert, please pick uh, the two hosts you are going to go with uh, and play along with, as well as CJ. Please pick. Uh, 
Yeah, you have a minute. I have to I have to play the intro music. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is a little story where we tell you two stories. One is true and one is false, and it's up to you to decide, and we call it Take the Bait. So, uh, Uncle Albert says, uh, Stu and DK for me. Uh, Eric, you, you can vote on all three. I, I'm cool with that. It's his first time. You got to learn, right? Okay. Um, however, um, let's go to, uh, to uh, I think we should go to England first in case we lose him again. <laughs> because last week, folks, we were in the middle of this game and it was really intense. And we just put all these rules on our on our uh, defending champion, Uncle Albert, and it all came down to Choo Choo Stew, and Choo Choo Stew shit the bed. <laughs> I don't know if, if and and you know what, we might have a video coming out of um, of of Choo Choo Stew uh, being harassed by Google Hangouts. I have I have no idea, but uh, London, are you ready? And you know the rules, right, CJ? Yeah, I know the rules. Kind of a fun little game. All right. Choo-choo, go ahead. What, okay. is, what, is, what is story okay. number one? Right, well, both of my stories uh, involved dwarves this week. It was... Uh, dwarves. This, these, stories, these stories were meant to be released last week, but as you said, I couldn't really... Uh, I had a bit of an internet problem. But the first story is about pantomimes, which are a musical theatre, musical theatre production over here in the UK. It's like a comedy theatre that we have every Christmas. So from Christmas elves to the seven dwarves, there is no shortage of seasonal work for pantomime dwarf actors. But the season to be jolly has become a season of miserliness for some pantomime companies who are causing, sorry, who are casting non-dwarf actors to save money. One such company is Kudos Entertainment, which is which has admitted to casting non-dwarf actors on the basis of their physical and per, uh, performance skills in productions of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. This means that non-dwarf actors have to wear sp- a special bodysuit or knee pads in order to play dwarf roles. So, basically what it is, they can get away with paying less money to normal-sized people who dress up in these suits and pretend they're small actors or pretend they're small, uh, dwarves. So in a nutshell, that is the story. I so have got if, more, uh, so, should you need it. So if there's, like, a six-foot-five dude and they decide he's the best guy, how does that work? How does he become sneezy? Well, they, they How does he become sneezy? Suit. Is that what you just fucking said? Yes. <laughs> I just about choked in my esophagus <laughs> over that. <laughs> oh, shit. Carry on. So they, they put on a special suit, and they have, like, the, their boots uh, where their knees are. So they're basically on the stage on their knees with their with their feet at the back. So you, it looks like they've got a... It looks like they've got short legs. It's, it's kind of like a teenager cheating on Halloween. 
I would imagine they wouldn't uh they wouldn't actually get six foot five people to do it, but uh <laughs> your average six foot five. <laughs> But I'm just I'm just saying, you know, if they if they if it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and they're not gonna you know, cast midgets they could potentially cast a six foot five dude because he acts real well. And he's gotta become sneezy and like crawl around on stage. Right, and he might have a hard time finding a role otherwise. Yeah. So so the dwarves are all up in arms because they're uh, being put out of work. Okay, uh, I'm going to roll this over to... Uh, am I right with South Dakota, by the way, or is it North? South. It is South? It's South. All right, see, I got it, it right. South. See? You were right the first I don't win anything, but I got the Dakotas right. Anyway, do you have any questions, CJ? You know, um, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this word pantomime because I... <laughs> That's usually a guy that paints their face and I'm they don't talk. I'm trying to figure this out because I always thought it was the people that, you know, did the, the, the little, you know, silent silent acting thing. I, I, That's what I said I before the show. I think that must be yeah, a thing in the yeah, north. It's a, it's a musical production. But uh, let me just add. Hey, there's no fucking music in it. They don't speak. <laughs> dwarf actors, on average, pay twice as much as non-dwarf actors. So, well, wait a minute. Is this story in defense of the non-dwarf actors or the dwarf actors? Oh, it's just laying down the facts that they're, that they're being put out of work because they're, they're basically getting paid too much money. So, I'm going uh, to tell you one thing. people are taking so on their role. Just because they're and, dwarfs, they're supposed to get half the money? Well, they're no. half the size. Half the size, well, half the money. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing I'm going to tell you is, 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 is pantomime has as much in common with a musical as, 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 uh, Slayer has in common with Charlie Chaplin. Okay. You got, you got the word pantomime all wrong. <laughs> I'm with these two. Pantomime is a guy in a black suit with a white face who pretends he's climbing a wall or trying to get out of a box or something. Now, just think of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. There's no pantomime Uh, in Snow White and the Seven Dwarves in North America. But that's what we call them, a pantomime. Okay, so... Okay, so uh, it's just... I was was in agreement with everybody. I was the first one to say, you know, that it's miming. uh, But I just... Googled the pantomime definition, and in Stu's defense, the number two says British. Uh, a theatrical entertainment mainly for children that involves music, topical jokes, and slapstick comedy, and is based up, based on a fairy tale or nursery story, usually produced around Christmas. Stu is 100% correct. Okay. Yeah. So can, can, I, can I... North, in North- well, America. well, for us, the, that's the British. That's the British definition of pantomime. Uh, the first one, number one. They also call a fag a cigarette just because they like sticking things in their mouths. It says it says a dramatic entertainment originating in Roman mime in which performers express meaning through gestures accompanied by music. So we we're both correct. Everyone is correct. We were thinking it's mimes, which is the number one definition, but Stu. Is correct. The British definition is exactly as he described. Okay, well, you're at it. It doesn't really matter what the definition is. It's that the the main 
theatres are getting put out of work uh, because because of uh, non-dwarf people are taking their jobs. Okay, is it my right, turn yes. yet? Yes, the story the story is about uh, the dwarves. Okay, um, yeah. Since since I think uh, number one, Big B should be officially disqualified for googling anything during this game, <laughs> uh, which is the rule number one. So I don't think he should get a point either way. That's just nah, he my... was just fact checking. I that, mean, no, he's not you know what? The story. Rule number fact. one of the fun of the game is that you do not Google. And okay, and I, I think. I will pass. And I don't I mean to get off on a side conversation or rant, but you know the first part of this show really got me <laughs> heated up. Um, so I think that if you Google anything, everything in the store, like if I told you there was a rat with a horse's tail. You shouldn't be allowed to Google it. It's either you believe it or you don't. So I. Well, anyway, do you want me to crack on with the next story? No, I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> I'm having an issue. <laughs> so I'm just asking Big B while he is disqualified for voting on the first story. Yes. To Google when fag comes up, does it discuss a cigarette and a person's penis in the same way? I can find that out. All right. You've got lots of time now. Go ahead with story two. <laughs> <laughs> right. But this second story is also uh, themed around the dwarves. Oh, um, I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure how old the story is. It, it may be a little bit older. But uh, this is a controversial American dwarf female rock band, the Quickies, who are to visit Britain next month have signed a distribution deal with UK record label Acton Records to release their album with these bricks to co coincide with their forthcoming tour. The album, together with the single of the same, uh, same name, has been banned by over half the radio stations in America. The band calls upon girl dwarfs everywhere to stand up and be counted and encourages the illegal pastime of bricking this involves short females painting an imitation wolf, uh, dwarf flap on the front of, the, of on the front door of, em, of an empty house. So it's like a cat flap, but it's a dwarf <laughs> what flap. The fuck is a cat flap? <clears throat> and then what they do? So this, they, they're painting a dwarf on the door. Then they chase <laughs> lone wolves up the street, concerned by banging two bricks together. <laughs> and then threatening to neuter the unfortunate male concerned. The dwarf then sees the dwarf flap of the front door, rushes to the front of the houses, makes a run for it, thereby knocking himself out when he tries to go through this dwarf flap. And he wakes up half hour later, and if he's lucky, the only thing he finds missing is his wallet. So cities in America that have played host to the quickies have reported an increase of these attacks of 200% in the days following their concert. So that is, uh, in a nutshell, the story. It does go on for more. but uh, So it's about this American uh, dwarf female rock band, The Quickies. Now, I, I have to apologize. I am going to undisqualify Big B and allow him to vote because I don't understand a fucking word you just said. Some about <laughs> some about slamming two bricks together <laughs> and, and and banging your head in the door and losing your wallet. I what did you call it? A Frisco? I, 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 can't, I couldn't write quick enough. 
Bing, you are undisqualified. You are allowed to be our, our t- interpreter uh, 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 of the Western Hemisphere. I mean, for fuck's sake. <sighs> the dwarfs record an album and smash two bricks together. Right. I'd love to hear this. It was called this American, Right. What they do, right, the album is called With These Bricks. With These Bricks, yeah. Right, and there's this thing that these dwarves do, uh, do called bricking, okay? And they bang two bricks together and they chase a male dwarf up the street. Right. And um, what people do, they... <clears throat> do you know you can get dwarf flaps? You know you get a cat flap? I, look, I, I didn't believe in the half Christmas tree, but I'm I'm really starting <laughs> to believe in stories you tell me. <laughs> Hey, you know, honestly, you know you I'm starting to become a... Remember, remember that old monkey song, I'm a Believer? Flaps. Do you remember that old monkey song, uh, I'm a Believer? It, it's going to be my theme song now. Because there's a lot of shit you tell about that I don't believe. And, well, and I'm hands down, I'll go with number two. Well, you know, you know Before they have, I even have ask like any in the questions. Netherlands, they have the door that's split in two, so the top half opens and the bottom half opens. I, I don't know yeah. any of this shit. I don't live over there. I'm Canadian. Rip, you, you know, he's trying to figure out if this uh, door thing claps. is like a glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would that hurt, eh? Imagine bumping your dick into a fucking stone. <laughs> it's a dwarf so last glory time hole? You'd, last time you'd go through that hole in the bathroom. I mean, Kieran, you're telling me that they're taking these bricks and smashing guys' genitalia between these two bricks. Well, they're trying to. They're a half a door them. or part of a door. I'm thinking glory hole. Damn. Talk now, about I got to tell you something, though. In, in defense of story number two, folks, yeah, dog flap is what we'd use it for Eric Evil, and Eric Evil's probably never going to come listen again. But anyway. Um, Eric's my buddy. I live next to a Newfie, and they're the first place. The, when, when the British got off track... And couldn't find Canada or the United States. They ended up in Newfoundland, which is like an island uh, off to the east, to me anyway. And oh, um, no, no, and they t- no, my wife puts this little bench in the backyard in in the spring. It's just a nice little bench in the flower beds. And my neighbor comes, excuse me, and he turns it down every time he's over, and he says, "You're attracting little people." <laughs> what the fuck are you? You don't understand. And one night, I got really hammered, and I sat with them by a fire, and they have the most amazing stories of how little people would come and steal the babies away, and 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 so this all comes from Stu's part of the world. So, be them pantomimes or or, or dwarves or or smashing bricks together, um, man, I, I, I'm going number two, Big B. Uh, no. <laughs> I will say number one is true and number two is false. Right, this number two is just too far-fetched and it's real. Uh, CJ, chat room, really chime in. You got one or two. Chime in because we don't got all night here. Uh, it's, you know, I think one is uh, true. So uh, where are we here? Uh, CJ's going to go with one. I'm going to go with two. And Big B's going to go with one. Eric Evil's going to pick one. 
and we're waiting on Albert. All he said is gnomes. Well, they're both about pantomimes, as far as I'm concerned, by Big B's. Did you ever finish Googling fags? Like, does I it did. Come... Would you like me to read it Well, out? I'm just wondering, does it come up? Well, we're waiting for Uncle Albert, because he's probably, like, blowing his nose or something. Um, does it come up as a cigarette in, 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 in the alternate lifestyle person who uses both bathrooms? I don't want to offend anyone. It comes up as neither. Neither. Uh, okay. Fag. Uh, comes up as a noun, as the British informal, a tiring or unwelcome task, um, or a verb, which is the British version, uh, the British uh, definition, informal, is uh, work hard, especially at a tedious job or task. Right. He didn't have to fag away in a lab to get the right answer. Kind of like you take the mick. Remember when Stu introduced yeah. us to that? You, you're taking the mick. I never quite got that. I. I felt so bad for Mike and Mick and, and those people because basically they were getting pissed on. I, I will never allow a grandchild. I'm not going to have any more children. So, you know, to be called Mike or Mick or Mickey, I just thought that was the, the English people are really demented. <laughs> All right, Stu, I'm going to throw the camera over to you. This, 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 is <laughs> and those are great. And Uncle Al chooses. Story number yeah, one. Yeah, number one. Those are great stories, by the way. And listen, I just got really passionate about the rules for a minute because I'm having such a hard time. You guys know I coach hockey, and they're really being <laughs> rule sticklers right now. So I, I, I really find it offending that a host Googled something. during Like, that's the no-no of the show. I will take my, my penalty. No, I, I'm allowing you to get in because the, both stories, when when I heard the two bricks being smashed together, I had to let you back in. I, I knew that I knew that I had gone through the looking glass um, once the second story had begun. So so your disqualification has been removed by instant replay. And um, Stu, I am going to ask you, you have three votes for number one and, uh, sorry, four, right? One, two, three. Yeah, you have four votes for number one and one for number two. Have they caught on to you, Stu, or have you fooled them? Tell us, actually, is number two true or false? Well, number two was taken from Dwarf News and is actually totally fake. (laughs) Once again, once again, I am out of it right off the bat. So Eric Evil, CJ, Uncle Albert, and Big B all have a point. You get the hang of it now, Eric Evil. Number two was a great story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna transcript that uh, into a mini novel and try and sell it as a short story somewhere. Um, that, I, and, he, and now my story seems so shit. Do you want to go next, or you want me to? I'll go. That's fine. All right. So now, folks, uh, we're over to Big B. So Eric Evil gets the hang of it. Uh, Stu, great job. Um, you only fooled me, but this number, they are all saying number two was a great story. I don't know if you fabricated it or what, but go ahead. Number two was a wonderful story. It was actually I, – I actually, to find that, I actually Googled Dwarf News in desperation of trying to find a story, and I found a website called Dwarf no, uh, News. So, uh, yeah, well worth looking at. You need the whole to time set, you were you... telling story number two, I was just thinking of Spinal Tap when they had the mini Stonehenge 
and the little midgets running around, skipping around Stonehenge on stage. That's all I could think about. You need you need to send us story number two. Uh, you need to make it public uh, for everyone, actually, on Facebook, on the Facebook group. And, and I'm going to read it to my grandchildren. <laughs> that, that, it's better than the guy that, that, that was spinning the thing and they couldn't pronounce his name. What the fuck? Um, Rumpelstiltskin. Uh-huh. That that story should replace Rumpelstiltskin in Mother Goose's fables. Anyway, Michelle, <laughs> you're a genius, uh, Stu. Uh, we could have had this last week. We could have had this in 2016 if it wasn't for <laughs> Stu realizing he has to broadcast on, on Wi-Fi. Uh, over to uh, Big B. You go. I, I don't even know if my stories are going to half measure this shit. But. Okay. Uh, story number one uh, has the title. Neuro- neurologist uh, says millions are affected with tweetism. Okay. Uh, hundreds of millions of people around the globe have a new modern illness called diminished intellectual capacity and knowledge starvation. Tweetism, however, uh, seems to be the popular handle for this newly named illness, as the uh, name implies people uh, um, can't get from people can get from overusing social media. Uh, Dr. Wilma Shelby, head of neurology at Chicago Medical Center and discoverer of the new ailment, said uh, decades ago, my colleagues were theorizing about the MTV generation and short attention spans, and later studies confirmed those theories about how electronics and entertainment affect them. Uh, what we're seeing now is a further diminishment of already short attention spans and even more permanent brain re- rewiring patterns. Uh, so does that mean everyone who is a prolific tweeter has tweetism? Uh, not necessarily, says Dr. Shelby. Uh, it's like asking, is everyone who drinks on the weekend an alcoholic? Uh, you see, it's not that simple. Like moderate drinkers, moderate tweeters are not overly affected uh, by that aspect of their lives. Uh, but probably about half of heavy tweeters have some sort of permanent brain changes and personality changes as well. Uh, but let me say it's not just Twitter. It's our entire culture of now, 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 and our media choices that are doing this. And uh, the disease and the technologies are feeding into each other at a much more rapid pace. That is the end of the story. Um, I actually agree with that story, whether it's true or false. Um, so I'll pass. I'll, I'll, I have no questions on that. Uh, wait, but so this tweet is can, can, can I just a mental illness? Yeah, what they're saying is uh, like uh, like TV started with started with short attention spans. Uh, the, the social media is now further really diminishing our, our attention spans and uh, kind of rewiring our brains on how we think and how we uh, how we interact with others. Okay. Yep. No more questions, Your Honor. Okay. What the f- he's not Your Honor when he's playing this game. <laughs> CJ, this any questions? Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm never going to go on this fucking show again. Okay. <laughs> He's still trying to get over the bricks, just like I am. <laughs> In that little door. 
Okay. Yeah, uh, no, my I next got, uh, no uh, story is a woman gives birth to four babies in 11 months. Okay. Uh, a mom <clears throat> from Wales experienced the miracle of life four times in over uh, just 11 months. Becky John of Swansea. Uh, Swansea. Nice. Wait a minute. Swansea. It's called Swansea. That was where my dad was born. Okay, so Becky John of Swansea uh, thought it would be nice for her baby daughter, Maya, to have a similarly aged sibling and decided to conceive another child with her partner, Jason Evans. Uh, John, who gave birth to Maya in February, became pregnant just one week later and was shocked to discover she would be giving birth to triplets. Uh, I had to stare at the screen just to make sure myself, and I counted the heartbeats one by one. It was uh, it was a shock to see that I was actually pregnant with triplets. Uh, John told Barcroft, uh, adding, "None of her friends believed her," and that's the end of the story. So basically, one week after she gave birth to her daughter, she got pregnant again. You know what? That's actually uh, that's actually conceivable, but I, I, Swansea makes it false. I'm just teasing. My dad was actually born in Swansea. I, 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 we're of Irish descent, and they ran away from Ireland and ended up in Swansea, Wales. It's funny. Uh, since you said that, that's a side note. But um, questions on this one. So I just want to clarify. She had the one child, right? She gave birth to uh, Maya, I believe it was. Okay. And by the way, Mrs. Big B says she can't hear anything, so everybody wave so she knows we're saying hi. Um, she's going to blind guess number one. But, um, oh. <laughs> okay. So she gave birth to Maya. Yes. And then how long after? So so basically they did in virtual whatever it is for the daughter. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it she doesn't got sound. pregnant a week later. She, she got pregnant a week later. The the daughter or the mother was pregnant with both. I, I... no no the the mother gave birth to the daughter right and then the mother got pregnant again one week after giving birth. So nine months later, gave birth to triplets. Yep. Okay, I'll, I'll rest on that. Uh, CJ, let's go over to you this time. Yeah, I just, um, that's, uh, wow. <laughs> you know, that, with all the, you think all the mechanics up in there would be kind of just shot. You wouldn't think that, uh, that she'd be able to get pregnant that fast again. Well, you wouldn't think the bloke, the bloke obviously wasn't at the birth, was he? Because if he was, he wouldn't have gone near her for quite a while, well, would well, he? Well, not, not just that. I remember my <laughs> wife, like, my wife slapped my <laughs> face. My wife slapped my face for at least eight weeks. Exactly. At least she said, don't you dare come near me. I don't think those stitches heal. Yeah, I mean, it's got to look like a hatchet wound down there after that. <laughs> you know, and... so, oh, shit. I got more notes. You guys are going to have to give me an hour to come up with the name of the show. Um, <laughs> no, I agree with you on that. I, I, I mean, uh, scientifically, it's probably possible. But women from Swansea, I was surprised she waited a week. (laughs) (laughs) 
For those of you that don't know, uh, Stu does not like Welsh people. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Is that both stories? Because I've completely lost track ever since those two yes, bricks smashed together. Um, all right, I'm not voting first on this one. Uh, Stu, what do you vote? Uh, chat room, please vote. Well, well, I think both of them can be quite true, really. I mean, the tweet is... What I don't believe on the first one is the tweet is the name. Uh, I think they could have come up with a better name. Uh, well, the the, the the name on the first one is Diminished Intellectual Capacity and Knowledge Starvation, but they've shortened it to okay. it. Yeah, double okay. E, I got you for one. I'm waiting on uh, Uncle Albert. Well, would you like me to vote, yeah? Uncle Albert's okay. quite... No, I, just, I, I just... I always feel like Uncle Albert's Googling. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, go ahead, Stu. Well, I'm I'm going for <coughs> number two as true. Okay, you're going number two. Uh, Eric Evil's number Just one. I know what Welsh are like. <laughs> you fucking hate us, don't you? I'm not even Welsh. I'm Irish, but we just landed in Wales. Um, CJ, what do you say? I'd say number one. And number one is true. I'm I'm also gonna go number one. And is Albert? Uh, Oh, Uncle Albert is mad at me now in the chat room because he said Stu and DK under our rules. I humbly apologize that <laughs> Uncle Albert was disqualified from this story, and at least he's paying attention. But I'm having a problem with the two bricks, okay? <laughs> like, I'm literally dumbfounded by all this. All right, so before I go to the, the, the keyboard for the winner or loser, let, let me look at this. We got CJ with number one. We got Eric Evil with number one. Uh, we got Stu with two, uh, and we got me and Mrs. B with number one. So the only one that picked number two uh, was Stu. So unanimously, if if two if if two is true, you have you have fooled everyone, and you are the master at this. Tell us if two is true or false. Uh, number two, with the woman giving birth to four children in eleven months, is one hundred percent true. Now what I now I gotta say Big D is the master. Okay, what I want you to do, okay, I'm gonna repeat the name of the supposed illness for social the social media illness. Yeah. And I want you to write each name, each each word, one under each other. Okay. And then read the first letters what it spells out. I gotta turn my paper because I've been writing a lot. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, diminished. Diminished. Intellectual. Intellectual. Capacity. Capacity. Knowledge. No. <laughs> starvation. For those of you that can't spell, it spells dicks. <laughs> I spell awesome. dicks. Oh, God. All right. Well, Mrs. B, your phone is getting her. I'm going to go ahead with my story. i got to take a sip here. Oh, my God. That was funny. All right. To close things out tonight in uh, Take the Bait, and I've even put it in words so I don't have to worry about, um, you know, the uh, the pages refreshing and stuff like that. I have two stories that originate from Canada. So both these stories originate from the country of Canada. Both of them involve immigrants. 
both of them involve religion. Um, so I will go on with story number one. Mormons and Jehovah Witnesses brawl trying to get refugee, sorry, get to refugees first. This one comes out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada. An, un, an unbrotherly brawl broke up at Pierre Elliott Trudeau Airport this afternoon as two religious groups punched, elbowed each other, trying to get a minute of a refugee's family time. And the new Canadian family was startled and confused. I saw one woman pull a man to the ground, the family's 31-year-old mother told the Gazette. And two young men were beating another man over the head with their books, said a wide-eyed woman. Montreal Police Service, Service de Police de Ville de la Montreal, I know I'm Canadian, I don't speak French, officers told the Gazette that seven people were treated at the scene for minor injuries. It appears that a group of young Mormon missionaries uh, sprinted up to the International Rivals Gate and found that a group of Jehovah Witnesses had already claimed the best spots for converting refugees. Sorry, the best greeting areas, said Sergeant Sanju Singh. Words were exchanged, followed by some shoving and some jolting, before all hell and several fights broke loose. The young refugee family reportedly shielded their children's ears from rude swear words shouted by both groups before the father, mother, and two daughters were whisked away from fighting by volunteer or sorry, whisked away from the fighting by volunteers. Uh, Singh said the charges are charges are pending against four Mormons and two Jehovah Witnesses. I've never seen uh, two church people duke it out before, said bystander Guy Nault. Uh, as reported on CTV News, the refugee family, and this is a side note by the reporter, the refugee family says they must be thinking, man, these Canadians are some kind of weird people. Uh, choo-choo stew. Choo-choo stew. Okay, we've, we've lost choo-choo stew again. At least we're consistent. Every show we lose Choo Choo Stew at least once. I see him nodding his head, winking his eye. But we can't hear him. All right, so we'll come back to Choo Choo Stew. Oh, there he is. There he is. Back to the stew cam. Yeah, sorry, I muted my mic for a second. That's Um, not a technical problem. That's being an... uh, (laughs) uh, uh, How would you say it over there? A pantomime. That's user error. I was trying to ask you the refugees asked to go back home. Uh, that's not stated in the article. Um, they were whisked <laughs> away, apparently, from volunteers or security guards or whatever. Okay, sorry, I haven't got any other questions on that one. Okay, so, yeah, I have no idea if they went back home. Usually they don't because... They'd be asked to put a bomb around their waist if they did. Right. They're refugees. They're not going to go back home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Big B. Uh, I don't have any questions. Okay. I can't think of. I mean, the, the, the only thing that comes to mind is, is, you know, did they square off like, you know, the fucking 
the the what's that movie uh, with the Jets and the fucking <laughs> West Side Story? I, 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 Flash yeah, Gordon. They square off like fucking West Side Story. I think, dance fighting. I oh, know. see, when you when you said that, I was thinking of Flash Gordon. <laughs> you know, when the when the wing people fought Gorgon or whatever his name was. I don't know. They could have been beating each other. You know, one of them might have had the, uh, whatever they call it, the New Testament, and the other people might have had the Watchtower, and they were dueling. I have no idea. <laughs> it doesn't. Bible and the... it, it doesn't. It doesn't get into that. Uh, CJ. You know, they were probably whisked away safely and stayed overnight in the Catholic mission. That's what's really funny about this whole story. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then, then they were baptized and... Uh, <laughs> Baptized uh, Piscopalians. What, what the fuck? I, I I don't write this stuff whether it's true or not. Is someone else watching the chat room? Because I'm reading stories. <laughs> Any what, what happened to that goat? What happened to their goat? <laughs> the goat. <laughs> Uncle, we need to find the goat at home. Remember, Uncle Albert's awake again. Sacrifice to Odin. Yeah. <laughs> Right, story number two doesn't get any better this week. I'm I'm catching on to you guys. <laughs> this week, our story entails the same type of thing. The Catholic school board is adding table tennis to the sports academy. Now, let's find out why. With an eye to doubling the size of its international students program, the Essex Catholic School Board plans to add table tennis this fall to its growing list of subjects at the Brennan Sports Academy. By targeting several Far Eastern nations, as well as Spain and Portugal, for recruiting new students, the board sees a natural fit in offering this sport, which is very popular in their region. It is their hockey Director of Education Paul Picard said Tuesday. We chuckled over it at first. Then the more people we talked to throughout the world, they were saying to us, you'll be shocked. What will happen here? The sports program available at Brennan has been popular with domestic students. You see, students earn credits for, credit, sorry, for successfully completing programs in hockey, soccer, gymnastics, and baseball. In addition to table tennis, the board also plans to offer volleyball this fall. Tapping into the international market is a growth area in an era of dwindling enrollment this year. A Catholic board has a hundred, sorry, the Catholic board has 130 international students around the globe. International students pay an annual tuition of around $11,000, equal to the amount of the funding that they get um, from the province. They'll be laughing at us, at us at first, Picard said. Let's see how it goes, because I'm guessing they're not going to be, they're not going to be by the time it's done. Essex Table Tennis Club Treasurer Vincent, Vincent Lucier said, Picard is correct in his assessment of the popularity of table tennis, an Olympic sport in parts of the world where the board is recruiting. Story number two. Anyone? What countries did they uh, are they recruiting? 
Uh, hang on, let me scroll back up here, Big B. Uh, the article says they are recruiting from several Far Eastern nations as well as Spain Port- and Portugal. Okay. Any further questions? No. Yeah, I was just wondering if there's a lot of uh, Chinese refugees getting up and witness and playing table tennis in, in Canada I, look you know what I um, I don't know my boy plays soccer <laughs> and hockey and um, I like darts Stu knows I like darts I watch a lot of darts on TV now um, I just love the way the guy calls out uh, what's that term Stu the 190 180 <laughs> I love but honest to God I've never seen personally anyone Table tennis, but nothing surprises me in this world anymore. Nothing, nothing surprises me anymore. Uh, Stu, well, I believe that they should be in cups and uh, or different sports, and it's an indoor sport, isn't it? So it's an all-weather thing. So I think it's quite plausible that they would do that, and uh, I will be voting for that as my true answer. Uh, true well, we're not story. voting yet. <laughs> this well, is that's the, what I want to say. Okay, I'm, I'm going to slap like... you with two bricks right now. This is the question period. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I've got no questions about that. All right. <laughs> Big B, you said none? <laughs> I, I don't remember uh, anymore. I, I, I asked what countries they were recruiting. In yeah, that's right. You asked what questions. All right, so chat room, uh, Eric Evil, Mrs. B., uh, Uncle Albert. Oh, Uncle Albert's having a hard time. That's rare for him. That means I've uh, I've done a good job. Um, so, Stu, you you were going to vote for which one? I'm sorry. Uh, the table tennis one, the number two. You know what? I lost score. Who had right answers and wrong answers? One, two, three. Everybody's tied four. at one right now. <laughs> yeah, everyone's tied at one. Sorry. Okay. Um. So you say what, Stu? This is this is the game winner. Number two. Number two is true. Is that correct, yep. Stu? Yep, that's right. Okay, number two is true for Stu. Uh, over to CJ. I would say number two is true as well. As much as I would like to see the West Side Story of <laughs> the Jehovah's Witnesses and the Mormons, it's the way he painted it. With see, I'm. You're thinking of West Side Story, and I'm thinking of Flash Gordon. I'm thinking of, like, those hawk people. I don't know if you guys are old enough to know that. Where the hawk people flew in, and they were fighting whatever. I can't even remember. Ming. That was his name. Ming was was the emperor. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so you say two as well. Um, over to you, Big B. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go with the West Side Story fight. And say that number one is true, and number two is false. Okay. And in the chat room, uh, Uncle Albert's having a hard time out there. Uh, Mrs. B, oh, no, Uncle Albert says story number one is true. And Mrs. B says two. And I'm out of it. Is Eric Evil still here? What does Eric Evil say? I can't see him out there. Double E, do you have a vote before we... He's in the chat, but he hasn't voted. Okay, double E, no Googling, that's the rule. 
He says one. He goes with one as well. So I'm going to go with the lesser one. Oh, wait a minute, though. We got Mrs. B, Choo Choo Stew, and CJ with two. Double E, Uncle Albert, and Big B with one. I have done a great job tonight. <laughs> Pick which one you want to know, Big B. Uh, I want to know number one because that's the one I say is true. Uh, number one, Mormons and Jehovah Witnesses fighting over refugees in an airport is false. It is, in fact, true that the Essex School Board which is around my area, is incorporating table tennis because of the lack of student enrollment, and they feel that more of these people will enroll uh, knowing table tennis is available as a sport, and it truly breaks my fucking heart. Because, <laughs> number well, one... You know, it worked in the United States. It, you know, they got, took out the weight... They took out weight rooms out of the prisons and they put in table tennis. So it worked here. So it, it's got to work there. I, I, so who won here? So everybody that voted uh, two. So Mrs. B has won. Uh, Choo Choo Stew has CJ wins. So we're going to we're going to have to have CJ back because Uncle Albert, the king of the hill, two weeks in a row. Albert, you got to get some sleep, drink some coconut rum out there. See, that that's what's called a flash in the pan. He had his time, and now he's done. It's like Ronda Rousey. <laughs> she, 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 she was kicking ass, and now she's got her ass beat two times in a row. CJ is the new the new man, uh, the man of take the bait. I wonder if CJ will do the same thing. Remember the time Uncle Albert came on, and he said, I am undisputed champion and as soon as we changed the rules that it was a fair shot <laughs> Uncle Lover's going <laughs> um, last time if I remember right uh, Uncle Albert spanked my ass so it's, it's only fair that I come back in 50-50 you know we're one and one look I really don't want to know what happens on your personal time <laughs> what, what you guys do is your business I, I, I don't I, need to know it I personally do have a, have a problem with Table tennis is not a sport. Um, but the that, Chinese. That, they that, seem to be pretty good at it. They're good at bat. Like, they're very good at it, and they look amazing. But um, there's, and I don't want to insult NASCAR fans, um, but I don't believe that's a sport either. You know, a bunch of left turns or right turns or whatever. Um, I have my definition of sport, and there's more than one I like. I'm not just a hockey guy. See, see, I will say that NASCAR, I like NASCAR, uh, and I will say it's a sport because uh, the what is the ultimate injury in any sport? Let's go by that, right? The ultimate injury in NASCAR is death. That's a sport. No true. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, like... I agree. Look, we could get into this, and people say wrestling is fake, and I know it's rigged, but look at the things they do in the ring. And um, Oh, they're absolutely athletes. It's all fake, but they're absolutely athletes. You know, that's a uh, – wrestlers are – I mean, especially I know CJ was a collegiate wrestler. I'm going to shock the shit out of you right now. Um, 
and I'm getting refreshes every 30 seconds. Um, so we might be able to see a shootout when we get off air. It is currently 4-4 four to four, uh, in overtime between the United Ooh. States and Canada. Which yeah, I told you, USA coming back. I, if I haven't told you before, folks, uh, most of you know that I'm very heavily involved uh, in hockey, and I am Canadian. Um, I get most of my drills from the United States. They are far more progressive these days than the Canadians. So what a great matchup between two uh, North American teams. No offense to you and your brick-smacking dwarves, uh, Stu. <laughs> and the U.S. just beat uh, Russia yesterday in a seven-round shootout. And they, look, so and, they, and, shootout. They, and Canada beat Sweden, which was supposed to be the best team uh, in like 13 years. These Swedes are like thoroughbreds, I guess. And uh, Canada whooped them. And so, no, nothing better than... Uh, um, you know, I'm on the border, so I, I, I see the best of both worlds, and, and we play each other all the time. And obviously, uh, the NHL is in Canada and the United States. So, uh, win-win situation. Um, of course, I'm bleeding red over this, but I'm uh, very proud of the Americans. They're, um, they're doing a great job. Uh, if the Canadians were ever out, I'd cheer for the Americans. Um, full contact tiddly winks. That's, that's almost worthy of the title of the show. <laughs> all, right, all right, boys, because there might be a shootout, and I'd really like to see it. Um, let's go around. Chat room, you have your notice. Uh, we need a name for the show. Uh, I need a minute myself. Because um, we've gone from rants and everything. And, and th- you didn't even give me a chance. I need 30 seconds here. Here's what I think we should do. And... I know CJ is going to share this show, and I know the, the host, and I hope every listener out here will share this show because here's what I think should happen. You, you had a showdown. Well, you didn't really have a showdown, but you had, you had a guest come on and do a rant and got a standing ovation from the king of rants. I think if we do one of those pay-per-view things where people have to pay like a dollar or two dollars and all the money goes to charity, um, the winner... You know, you and CJ both pick a charity, and the winner gets the money to go to their charity. So all money that comes in, we can charge a buck, we can charge two bucks, we can talk about it. Uh, Choo Choo Stew, myself, uh, listeners, people coming in can choose the topics, and and, 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 and you guys just have to rant uh, off the top of your head on one side of the story or the other. And all the money goes to charity, and when money goes to charity, nobody loses. Yep. And rants are the best. Rants make me pee my pants. <laughs> uh, you love you love when I'm stuck in traffic on the way home. I, I, I just you know I, I just, have a story. Like I remember one time, um, CJ. You know you know Scott Doucette from Podcast Bay. Um, he listened to one of our shows, and he happened to listen to the one where Big B was wishing flesh eating disease uh, on people taking pictures in New York traffic. Absolutely loved it. Rants, and then you saw the attention that you drew over your rants. I'm beginning to think rant is the new marketing. And I'm I'm willing to put rants on the line uh, for charity. Now, I'm not saying we're going to do this next week. It's just an idea I want to throw out there where we could gather a community together. And um, sure, it's going to be good publicity for us and for 
uh, CJ. Uh, but at the same time, low publicity uh, doesn't hurt, but the money goes to the charity. Be it five bucks or or, or five thousand, you never know. You know I'm in. I like it. I like it a lot. So there you go, folks. And, uh, and we don't know that we don't know the topics beforehand. We just no, have to. No, we're not going to give you time because when you boil, we know what's going to happen. But like yeah. you know, um, Choo Choo Stew could say something like tea bags on the side of uh, taking a tea bag out or taking a tea bag in, and you and you pick a side and you rant about it. <laughs> Taking a tea bag on the chin. Yeah, and and, and we take like the bridge of the nose. We'll give you like we'll give you like tea three. Bag on the eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a sleepy tea bag on the forehead. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just an idea. Punctuation. Just an idea. I had. Um, <laughs> and uh, Uncle Albert wants to call the uh, the uh, pay per view Rantamania. I like it. There you go. All right. Uh, Uncle Albert loves fake uh, fuck Facebook as his choice. Hang on, I got to start. <laughs> Uncle Albert loves Facebook? No, no. He's, he, his, his, his fuck Facebook is the name of the show. Um, all right. Uh, Stu, what would you call this show? Stu? You're muted again, Stu. Hola, Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> Stu, we we can't hear a word. You're fucking. You smash two bricks together. Come on, give it. Give us. <laughs> this never ends with him. Like I, I think it's part of his character. I really do. I think I think he plays it out. Look at him laughing. <laughs> Unmute your fucking microphone. You want to hear somebody rant? I'll rant on fucking Choo Choo Stew. <laughs> he does this to me every fucking week. All right, I'll come back to you, Stew. You you figure out, you know, call me on the telephone. Um, <laughs> anybody else out there? Uh, Mrs. B says, Fuckerberg's Ransom. <laughs> but I like the way she spelt it. So she called it Fuckerberg's uh, Ransom. It's Stu's shtick. Uh, Big B, do you have any? I have, uh, how does he become sneezy in Bogota, Colombia? Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that. Hang on, I'm writing this down. You got a minute to think there. Uh, how does it become? How does he become sneezy? How does he become sneezy? In Bogota, Colombia. In Bogota, I don't even know how to spell that city. Columbia. I'll look it up. All right, CJ, over to you. What, what would you call the show? Oh, hang on. Wait a minute. Let's go over the to the doing? He's holding something up. I can't. You got to hold it up a little closer, Hold it up Stu. again. Hold it up again, Stu. We can't see it. He wants. Oh, hashtag he wants hashtag Facebook. fuck Facebook, too. So that's got two votes. Uh, over to you, CJ. Oh, what about bricks smacking, little people ranting, Bogota, Columbia, uh, screw you, Blue Radio or something? I don't know. Bricks I wasn't really smacking. thinking about a name. <laughs> I know. It's hard. We do this every week. Brick smacking in... Okay, now... Oh, wait a minute. Little this... people ranting. I don't even have Bogota, Columbia. Um, so I'm, I'm going to... Hashtag fuck Facebook. <laughs> 
well, wait a minute. So let's all, I know it always takes a few minutes, but this goes down in history. So we, we got hashtag fuck Facebook, which, which is good. Um, how does he become sneezy in Bogota, Colombia and brick smacking in Bogota, Colombia? And the only reason I like brick smacking in Bogota, Colombia is because it's shorter. <laughs> so I'm going to place my bet there. And I'm just scanning the chat room here. I, I, I don't know if Eric Evil's just lol. And, and, and at some point we are going to call the story lol because we've had that answer a few times. Uh, Big B, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it over to you because I'm going to, I'm going to side with, with, um, uh, uh, CJ on this brick smacking little people. I'm going to add to that brick smacking little people. Well, well, let me just uh, add in Eric's because Eric just posted. Oh, he says one? cat door dwarf ball smashers. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so if we throw these all back in the hat and just start writing, Stu. <laughs> I think I think I, I you know if I had a choice now I'd call it a pantomime that fucks Facebook. I, I, I <laughs> just by <laughs> and yes, I, I vote for that. <laughs> I, I would just change the first one to a pantomime fucks Facebook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is there any protests on that? Not for me. CJ? Nope, that's good. All, all this other material will go into the show, of course. Um, got anything else to say, Stu, before we say goodnight? Never mind your camera, Stu. It's got nothing to do with anything. We're looking oh, for some. We're looking for a good night written on blue paper. And and uh, before we go, uh, Mrs. B has a great idea. What's that? Uh, she says uh, we need to do a weekly over under on when Stu's sound cuts out. That's a good one too. And donate the money to charity. That see that could be that could be like like in the in when we have the rant off yeah or the rant mania yeah. we could have a side thing of the over under when Stu's audio cuts out because the, the the thing before the show, folks, just before we go, and we got you live on the Stu Cam and YouTube, and I know we're going over. Like we usually do, but um, Stu has not had a problem with his microphone lately. It's been his video, and now all of a sudden he's sitting there all honestly like his cat does. <laughs> Can you wave goodbye at least, Stu, or clap your hands together like you got two bricks? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get this right. What did we settle on? Uh, a pa pa a pantomime fucks Facebook. Yeah, a pantomime, a, pa a pantomime, a pantomime hashtag fucks Facebook. Fuck Facebook. <coughs> I'll figure it out when I do the show notes. All right, kids, listen. I want to tell you something. Um, again, uh, we're live every Thursday, uh, nine o'clock Eastern, right here on Cave Crew Radio. Uh, we do this for a lot of fun. Uh, it makes me laugh. It takes stress out of my life, and I hope it does the same for you. We're also on Cave Crew TV on YouTube. We're available on iTunes. Uh, we're available on Stitcher as well. Um, 
CJ, where can we find you? I know we talked about it at, at the beginning of the show, but you've got a fantastic show, um, aside from your rants. Uh, where can everybody find you and um, and look into you? Yeah, you can find me over at ripcomedia.com. You can even click the YouTube subscribe button so you can catch all my all my YouTube lives. No more Facebook. Fuck Facebook. And uh, that's uh, that's how you can find the show. It's it's right there on YouTube. And it's a great show, folks. It's it's a lot of fun. And um, I've already got uh, uh, CJ's permission. So shortly after the show, probably before the show even comes out, I'm going to share that video um, onto uh, uh, the Cave Crew Radio Facebook group and also on Twitter. Um, so, uh, and Uncle Albert also wants to do a live take debate against CJ. I, I, the CJ is not one to back down from uh, challenges. Can we just do a live take debate? Yeah, we'll do it. And, and, and actually, I think what we'll do is, is, is you and I and Stu will come up with the stories, and the two of them will just fight it out. And we'll actually have overtime stories and everything ready. Okay, so these are all things. You guys got to remind me of this shit, though, because I got more. I can't even read my own handwriting. So um, we, we got to put this stuff into fruition. But I'm really glad everybody had a good time. Uh, CJ, uh, thanks again for coming. Uh, Big B, of course, on Metal Thunder Radio uh, every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on CaveCrewRadio.com when it works. But you're also where? On MetalWorldRadio.com. And also, uh, that's, where, can... that's where our good buddy uh, who's in chat all night long, Eric Evil, is also on Metal World Radio every Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Beautiful. Eric Evil, check him out Saturday nights. And of course, you can check out MetalThunderRadio.com uh, for all the fun stuff. And uh, Choo Choo Stew, in the land of dwarves, uh, dog doors, um, pantomimes, and smashing bricks together. Uh, wave goodbye, Stu. Now's a great time to do your slow clap. <laughs> but that's meant to be like, you know, congratulatory. Right, you're right. Yeah, but I, I don't know. He made it 95% of the way through the show, though. He did. So uh, now if you would have taken the over, you would have won. Exactly. I, I like that idea. I, I We need a secretary to take notes. Yeah. And and forward this stuff to me, so so I can like, this is good material for future shows. Yeah. All right, kids, we're out of here. See you around. Be nice to each other. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! <laughs>